I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You Are Are That. That. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. But we can take a brand new year. Hell yeah, we can. Let's uh, take down our old calendars. Oh, throw them in the garbage. Just set them on fire. Yeah. From the top, we want to thank everyone who has joined Patreon and is supporting the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash you are that. If you want to join, you get behind the scenes videos and some fun new things for 2021 are going to roll out. Our resolution is to rock on Patreon. Yes. Today on the podcast, we have two very smart, interesting, and wonderful guests. Two. It's a two for you guys. Yeah. She's Erin Welsh. She's Erin Almond Updike. And their, their podcast, podcast will, will kill, kill you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Thank I love you it. so much for joining us, ladies. We are so excited to have you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having us on. We are very excited to be here. Like, absolutely thrilled. That was a phenomenal intro, by the way. I'm Nailed smiling it. so hard. We got really right nerdy now. last night, and I was like, you know, it'd be really funny. And I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> the two Aarons, as they are called. Yes. Um, in the industry, everybody's like, the Aarons. The Aarons. Uh, they are epidemiologists, so they specialize in Everything. diseases, and their podcast is somewhat historical based, but super kind of gross and beautiful. And they drink quarantinis and you know what? It's just like a good hangout listening to two of your best girlfriends just giggle and talk about warts and pus like and blood and plasma. Storytelling. Yes. At a slumber party you weren't invited to. It's like the coolest thing ever. You were totally invited though. Oh yeah. We are. We're all invited now. And yes. then uh for some reason Magic. Faye was like, I we got you. <laughs> so we're very excited. It is very current, very relevant to the new so year tiny. as we've all been in a pandemic bubble since spring and the vaccine is rolling out. It's on the horizon. We are not going to talk too much medical stuff because if you listen to their podcast, you will get all the nitty gritty and all the fun facts that you didn't know you needed. But we're going to talk to them about them 
as individuals, yep. kids' stories, weird moments, and we are thrilled to have you guys. I hope you're ready to dive into the old files in your mind, the envelopes that hold all these weird things that you haven't <laughs> thought about in forever, because we are. I <laughs> cannot wait. Yeah, I'm very excited. I don't feel ready, but yeah. I think that's okay. <laughs> so we're going to go back to junior high, high school time frame. I need to know if you guys had like a favorite school dance moment that sticks out in your mind. It, it doesn't have to be a good one either. <laughs> Bad or otherwise. Yeah. None of mine are good. Hmm. Oh my gosh. What a fun question. <laughs> if you guys need a moment to think, I have an example. <laughs> oh God. I was on dance committee in high school because there was nothing to do in our tiny town. So I joined all the committees where I was like, I can control the fun. <laughs> Let's go. So decorated this whole dance, went crazy because I had the catalogs for Shindigs and Oriental Trading Company and all the things where you get shit in bulk. So I bought like <laughs> accidentally, I meant to buy like 50, but I bought like 500 of glow oh sticks God. with school money. And we had so many of them and we had just a rando dance, not for anything. It was just, hey, you know, it's March. Like, yeah, we had like <laughs> once a month, no theme to this dance. So there wasn't a lot of decorations. I bought so many glow sticks so at this point. They're like, it's a glow dance. <laughs> Everyone went <laughs> through a rave. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and the best part about the rave was there was this hit song that went, baby, when the lights go out. Oh, wow. It was like one of those boy bands. And the town power went out oh in the God. middle of this song. And there's all these kids with glow sticks. So we just had a dark gym with no music. So we just all went ham and broke apart all these glow sticks and like smeared them on our bodies and like Ew. sprayed them everywhere. We didn't know how it was like. That sounds terrible. It was the 90s. It was cool. <laughs> so we're all covered in glow sticks. People were like rolling them up and putting them in their mouths. Oh my and God. It was the best time ever for that like 20 minutes that power went out. But it was right during that song. And it freaked me out so hard because I was like, I was meant to order 500 glow sticks to be wow. burst upon a gym. <laughs> it was so much fun. That is amazing. The cleanup sounds horrific. Oh, we immediately no, what my a, brain the lights to. go on. You can't even see it. No. It's fine. <laughs> you probably just glowed in the gym after hours for like a week. So much oh poisoning. Yeah. Oh my God. I want to say that dance developed my personality. I think it was because <laughs> of your personality. <laughs> Okay, I think I have a good one. Okay, good. Oh, yay. Go um, and by a good one, I mean it's like it's really embarrassing. I actually only oh, thought yes. of embarrassing ones, and I think this is the <laughs> Me too. peak. Me too. Nobody else had a rave. That's only Bonnie's world. <laughs> I really like also to be involved in things, but I'm also quite like a Hufflepuff. And so I often don't realize that like maybe some people don't actually want me involved and I just go to things anyways. <laughs> You're like I'm in charge things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when I was in seventh grade, I joined this like I don't even know it was it wasn't through my school it was through like the local like youth group something or other at the YMCA or something I don't know exactly what it was but it was like a youth center near the library and they had a committee for like fun events and cool stuff and I was in seventh grade which I went to like a seventh and eighth grade only middle school so seventh graders were like the bottom of the pack and what I didn't realize about this youth club thing was that it was all of the like cool kid eighth graders oh, no. which I was absolutely not one of them <laughs> and 
And so I joined this committee and I was like, yeah, we're planning this dance. It's going to be so fun. And like, you had to pay money to go to this dance. I didn't know. I, I didn't pay because I was on the committee, but it was like the cool kids go to this dance and you know, they like probably make out and stuff. I was so uncool. Like I didn't even know that people made out in seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> I'm cringing because that would have been me in your shoes too. Yeah. I would be like, why am I here? Yeah. But I was like, it's so fun. We're having a dance like that. I thought I was still okay. We were there to decorate and then people started coming. And one of the other like eighth graders literally came up to me and was like, do you even have any friends here? (laughs) Oh, and I was like, oh yeah, my, my friends are coming later. (laughs) Oh no. But you guys, like, it sounds a lot sadder than it is. It was hilarious. (laughs) I'm just wondering what you looked like for someone to approach you with that sentence, ready to go. That's so cool. Like, were you just like swaying by yourself? Just you're the unaware dancing in the middle. I probably was legitimately just dancing by myself in the corner, but I thought it was fine. You're like, I wasn't aware this was a problem until you pointed it out to me. Yeah. I think that's a really good explanation of my life. I wasn't aware it was a problem until you pointed it out to me. <laughs> I think I could live by that rule too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh honey. Yeah. I think you're having a great time though. I like that. I had a lot of fun. I really did. Mine's not one single moment, but I do have memories of middle school dances which happened every month and were also not like themed or anything, but they did end with the lights going up and Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places coming oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> but <laughs> like every time, <laughs> every single time. Uh, and I grew to love it for that reason. But I was never one to want to be in the center of attention, which is like maybe seems fake because I have a podcast and so on. But like, I really don't like having the spotlight on me or anything like that. And so I still don't quite understand why it became a thing where I and another of like my middle school classmates named Corey somehow memorized all of the words to The Devil Went Down to Georgia, like every single word. I mean, I remember studying like printed out pages of lyrics um, and then we would mime it in front of like <laughs> tell me you guys said like air violin it, absolutely Johnny rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards and if you win you get this shiny fiddle made of gold but if you lose the devil gets your soul I was Johnny and he was the devil and so that was that was that I still know all the words um, oh. yep <laughs> oh, I hope so. And go. No, just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so great. Like we both had the different violin motions and we had a little violin duet oh. and a miming duet. And it was in retrospect, hugely dorky. <laughs> no, it's hugely cool. awesome. That would have been a feature in the very center mm-hmm, of like a teenage mm-hmm. rom-com, <laughs> like where the crowd breaks away and a spotlight comes on and you two are just rocking it out. I'm I picturing mean, this oh. straight up like Can't Hardly Wait or something like <laughs> yes. one of those oh. themed movies. But it's yep. like junior high, Nickelodeon level. And you're like, yeah, she's that. all that where exactly. Freddie Prince oh, Jr. God. swaps out mid-performance. And you're oh. like, that's not Freddie Prince Jr. And then it cuts back and it is. And you're like, guys. I had that whole dance from She's All That. Yeah. That whole dance, a bunch of our dance team friends, we memorized it and we did it all the time. We oh. could never find any boys to do it. So some of us were the boys. 
<laughs> me, my friend John, and my friend Lynn loved doing the dance it's from so Romy bad. and Michelle's oh, high school yes. reunion, oh, yes. where you do the ballerina arms in and out. We and thought then you it was your exceptional. Arm up and you walk in a circle. <laughs> yes. God. And I was the girl that loved dancing with boys, but songs were so short mm-hmm. that if I got the courage up, then I had to have a long <laughs> song. So I would request Fairway to Heaven. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and I did it so often that when we graduated, somebody wrote in my yearbook, if I never hear Stairway to Heaven, <laughs> again, it will be too soon. <laughs> I was like, dope. I ruined lives with that song. Boom. That is amazing. See, all I remember from middle school dances is that boys mm. to men and all of the oh. slow jams. I'm dating myself so hard because no, I'm older than all of you guys. the water ran dry and, and my did. eyes didn't. You know what? <laughs> Don't wait till the water runs dry. <laughs> I could hit in my mind every note Mariah Carey did. And instead of really singing, because... I don't do You'd that. hold your ear and I'd do hold that. my ear, wave my finger around like you do, and then just pretend like I had a spotlight on me. And my mind's eye, you looked cool. I looked very cool. I never would have wanted this for real, for real, but like, I'm embarrassing myself. This is great. I think I wanted that movie breakdown crowd split dance mm. moment yeah. real bad with my friends. So like when you're walking through the halls, you have the montage of music. You have your own mm-hmm. like soundtrack. Yeah, you have your soundtrack thing, but all of them have freaking boys to men or Mariah Carey or or Savage <laughs> Garden, if you oh will. God. Oh God. I yeah. know. There's just yeah. so many. I have They're goosebumps so now because I love me and some Jamiroquai. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They were never good moves. Um, I didn't shine until high school. I think for I never shown. Joined, well, <laughs> in my mind, I I shown. <laughs> it wasn't until high school where I like loved dances, and I think I blocked it totally out because <laughs> my best friend from fourth grade, Mary, she reminds me often that I apparently just at every dance, like sixth through eighth grade, just like <gasps> cried. Oh, all the oh. time. She's like, you were very emotional. Yeah, I was moving to another town far away, so I was like, I had emotion. She's like, no, but you. Oh, Like I blocked that out, man. I think those are the years because I was always in a fight with a friend (laughs) at a a dance and then had a crush on a boy that didn't know I existed. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that's just normal. It's a rough time. If you both hadn't taken the path of science, what would you see yourself doing? Like, was there anything you wanted to be before you were like, just kidding, I'm a scientist? (laughs) I started out undergrad actually majoring first like when I applied I've been all over the place I guess in terms of like what do I want to do I started out majoring in English and anthropology Mm. and then I switched that to nursing Mm. before switching it to biology but ultimately like what I always kind of I don't know I guess I guess there are things that that unite all of those but one was just sort of like being able to travel and see different things all the time and read I mean what I'm doing now, science communication, was never something I ever thought could be a thing. I didn't know it was really like a career until we started doing it and people were like, hey, you're doing science communication. And I'm like, no, no I'm not. I'm just <laughs> reading books and talking about them. This isn't, this isn't science communication. And so I don't, I don't really know exactly what I would be doing. Whatever it would be uh, would have to involve a lot of like reading books. I think that's where I find the most like joy <laughs> and excitement. That's what I want in my life. I just want to 
hammock and a stack of books and yes. some silence for crying yeah. out loud. Briefly, I wanted to be a librarian when I was in college. You're really Ooh. good at shushing people. I really am. And I also <laughs> super love the smell of books. I would just, oh. it would be a locked library. Nobody gets to go in. Yeah. She's just in there stepping, you guys. Give her 10 minutes. There we go. Librarian or bookstore owner, I think I can oh, see. Oh, those. bookstore owner. That's yeah, like the cute. dream too. Small town, like yes. Hallmark movie shit. Exactly. You know everyone's names and then there's like a little coffee mm-hmm. bar. And I have like a golden retriever that just like sits in the bookstore oh. with me and is like super peaceful on their giant pillow. And, yeah. yeah, it's so much better than a bookstore cat. <laughs> I like that. Well, and then you have the first editions in a secret room for cool people. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Anytime someone comes in to like drop off books, I'm like, oh yeah, no worries. I'll just process these right away and then just keep them all for myself. <laughs> Yeah, I would be a terrible business owner. All these Same. books are I'm late. It's weird that no one returned all these books. There's so many <laughs> late. Just got like a giant duffel bag backpack. Uh, huh, uh, huh. All right, so it's set when we finally start our non-cult commune. <laughs> okay, commune, commune, commune. I like that. I like commune better. It sounds less culty. <laughs> when we start it, we'll reserve the bookshop for you. Right. Oh my gosh, that's the dream. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. I definitely never wanted to be a bookstore owner. Um, in middle school, I was voted most likely to be the next 007. However, it was only because I jumped up on the tables and was like, hey, guys, vote for me to be the next 007. <laughs> hey, you make your own um, destiny, Erin. Exactly. Thank oh. you. But no, when I got to college, I, I loved science, like, but I hardcore wanted to be a marine biologist, which is what I studied in undergrad. And like, that was the plan until I took a parasitology class and then everything changed. But I also really loved theater. So when I first started, I thought I wanted to, well, I tried to double major in theater and then I didn't get into the BFA program. Uh, so I didn't do that. <laughs> Darn it. I think it was my theatrical side just wanting the attention. Let's be honest the opposite of Aaron Welsh polar opposite all of my best friends were more the introverted socially overly aware and like every 15 (laughs) seconds I had to reassure them we were not in a fight because they were like so insecure about like I just heard Aaron Welsh like cringe a little bit (laughs) I'm like oh introverted and like yeah like very afraid of doing anything that made them stand out oh hi (laughs) yeah personality definition that's also this new (laughs) break it down all right you both were in multi-children families growing up Mm -hmm. as were we Mm -hmm. and having siblings is like a whole blender twist i feel like individuals that grew up as only children will never understand the weird rivalries (laughs) and camaraderies it's crazy but what is Something you guys can look back on with your siblings that maybe you guys got away with or some crazy event like you hid from your parents or just like something you did on the dirty, like in cahoots with each other. Mm. Like team building happening. <laughs> Was there team building? <laughs> I have one. If you need it. Oh, no. just, it popped into my head. This is As a sibling, question. I'm curious. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm the oldest. But I wasn't always the ring leader. Sometimes the plans came from ranks below me. And then I just find <laughs> and, and steered the ship together. My mom was really good at hiding candy. God, she listens to this. Okay. Hi, mom. I'm not sorry. You know what you did. Okay. So uh, she would go on errands and things. At a certain age, we were old enough to all stay together. And she'd take the tiniest one. And the three oldest 
would pillage the village looking for candy and treats. <laughs> we would ransack that house. Crazy. She would hide him in the weirdest places from us because we did this, I'm sure. Like and in the dryer. Weird she was places. like, I know you Brands guys are in the dryer. 100% found them multiple times. <laughs> that seems like risky business. So bizarre. But there was also Halloween candy hidden. Like I ate an entire bag of Little League beef jerky. So there's a reason she hit <laughs> Like shit, we had to sell. Right, Dad like, had, had to buy had to pay so for much beef. <laughs> <laughs> we were weird scavengers, so we were we like fundraisers. You know, sure. One time, I remember we found a Snickers that she had probably hid a million years it's ago. Gray. <laughs> no, no, no. It had bugs in it. Oh, gross! <gasps> no. And then my karma as the greedy oldest child was I got first bite. And it was the oh, biggest no. bite. And then no. I questions to the younger children. I had a mouthful of worms, guys. Oh, God. Oh, worms. No, right. no, no. That's so, atrocious. And I have a pretty serious aversion to maggots still to this day. And it's, yeah. oh. How are you grossing out the air? I'm so excited about it. Because, <laughs> and then I remembered the wall sconce with the Snickers. And then I was mortified by my own ass. The wall sconce? Oh, yeah. oh, my God. It was trauma. <laughs> Clear trauma. Oh, trauma. We never stopped even after that, just for the record. We still found oh, man. That is horrifying. I mean, yeah, a mouthful of maggots is enough to make me super. It's my new band name. Yeah, mouthful of maggots. Mouthful of maggots. I definitely, I don't, I'm trying to think of like, you know, how we would have had to band together, but we never really did all that much. I think because. We were too confrontational with each other, Erin. I think, I think that's, that's possible. I think the other thing is that with like five kids, so I'm, I'm the second oldest with two brothers and two sisters and with so many kids running around I think we didn't like need to I don't know outsmart my mom because she already had her hands full with somebody else or like some baby or something you guys were just like really good helpers oh no we were just like nope we're out like we're gonna go play in the you you scattered know, for ages but but I, I was a candy hoarder myself and still am to this day a little bit. I don't, I don't, I fit like <laughs> I'm a candy cupboard girl. I get you. I mean, yeah, exactly. I always have to have candy there and I have terrible self-control when it comes to it. <laughs> but I remember, you know, you know, cause when, when you're a kid and you think I can't wait to be an adult so that I can eat cookie dough for dinner and mm. eat as many Smarties as I want. Mm-hmm. So we moved from Florida to Kentucky when I was 10 and my mom constantly recalls this story vividly pulling back the bed and she just found <laughs> the back of like underneath the bed lined with smarties wrappers oh like, my god handfuls of smarties wrappers that i would they just warmed and sealed to each other to make like uh-huh. little plastic bricks uh-huh uh-huh and then so as a prank horrible she had one of those like i guess it's like a cat toy and you put it in a little bag and it like rolls around and it has a little tail that sticks out yeah it like runs yeah. away from you so she put that in my underwear drawer to be like, Aaron, I think I think there are too many Smarties. Like, I think we found a lot of candy. Maybe you should tone it down. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I thought I heard something in your dresser. And she put that in there. Like, it looked like a mouse in my dresser. And it really did. You know, even though I, I realized it was fake later on after many screams. Um, it did turn me off of eating Smarties in bed. I am now stealing that idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mouse tail balls. <laughs> Very effective. Very effective. I am also the second oldest. I have three brothers, but 
I was a hundred percent the ringleader, like a thousand percent in part. My older brother is just like not his personality, but also he was deaf. And so I think that because of those two things, I just like assumed the role of the, maybe it's just my personality. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't, I have a very bad memory. So I feel like I can't think of any really good ones of when we all like banded together, but I do have a very fond memory of like a very young one when we lived in San Diego before we moved. I think it might've even been before my younger brothers were either alive or like old enough to participate. But I remember my older brother and I waking up before my parents and we didn't want to go and bother them in their room, but we were hungry. And so we teamed up to get down the kicks out of like the cupboard oh, and it's so good, but we were either out of milk or we couldn't reach it or it was too heavy. I don't know. We couldn't access the milk. So we got orange juice out and then we set up this little blue stool that we had in for some reason, the hallway. And that is where we sat at our little table and we had kicks with orange juice for breakfast. That's I don't adorable. know why I have such a good memory of that. Oh, I love kicks. I like, would you, would you eat so that now? Gross. Would you, you like to know. try it for like a memory? Maybe for a memory. I don't know. Okay, report back. I want to know how that yeah. goes. I need to oh know. Well, I'm really excited because I feel like now we're all in a club that Shannon isn't in. Yeah. And as a second I felt that oldest, by the way. <laughs> As second oldest, you're like second oldest, second oldest. I'm like, she's yeah. over here smirking and raising an eyebrow. And then when you said you have a bad memory, she's like, mm, she's mine. She has the most terrible memory. I'm so a goldfish. Her face called dibs on you, right? <laughs> Damn it! I have such a bad memory for like facts, but then my brain can remember the weirdest, shit. really bizarro things where I'm like, it's mostly smell memory. So I if a smell hits so me, weird. I'm like, oh, I go back in time and I'm like. Do you smell that smell? It's softball, nineteen ninety four, and Shannon's like, I do smell it. softball, nineteen ninety four. Dogs grass. You're yeah, right. Somebody is cooking hot dogs. Someone cut their grass. This is crazy. We're in nineteen ninety four. Yeah. The only thing I can remember are song lyrics. Like I know every single song lyric from every song that I knew in middle school and elementary school, mm. but I I don't know who anything is by. I don't know the names of any songs and I don't know what happened to me in any of those years, but I know the songs. <laughs> I feel like there's a deep That's dive a really there. We talent. could get into it. I, I, it. I don't remember songs past like 2002. I can't remember the words, <laughs> but I am a stickler for a melody. So I'm always like humming people are like oh you know this song and I'm like yeah but if I sing it in karaoke I'm literally plastered to the screen with my eyes and if I look away I stutter I mess up so hard that I'm like I just want the song to be done now because I messed it up so bad yeah. I don't know the words but I know the melody that's a good talent no it's not <laughs> a good no. talent is like when people jump in and do like car karaoke and I'm like how do they know all these oh, words without the true. lyrics in front of or them? when they can match a tempo and then make a string of mashup songs that yeah. all have this I'm like you're amazing oh, yeah. I just have the senseless talent of looking at a celebrity and I could tell you which two other celebrities if you combine their faces yes. make that person oh. like I just did this the other day because these are my favorite here's the best one this is my trophy winner okay now in your mind's eye picture this you're gonna have a hard time this is crazy okay if you take Pet Cemetery, Edward mm, what's his name damn it 
Furlong? Yes. Oh, God. Thank you. There you go. Good brain. Good job. Okay. If you take Edward Furlong Mm -hmm. mixed with Darlene from Roseanne, is Lord. Oh. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. Wow. Back to creepy questions. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of weird, gross things, we're going to go back to this. This is fucking fun. I'm excited. I'm having a great morning. Me too. (laughs) Since you guys are both obviously fascinated by the gnarly and the nasty, what is the most grossed out you've ever been? Ooh. Mm. Oh. And then I have a follow-up question. The most grossed out I've ever been. I just got grossed out thinking about this because without meaning to, I planned this question and then sent my husband and my son to go get bugs for our lizard to eat. <laughs> and I specifically told them they can't get hornworms because they make me want to barf. Because mm-hmm. I have tragic memories of hornworms as a kid. I don't know if this is the most grossed out that I've ever been, but so I volunteered for a while at this free clinic and we had a kid come in with molluscum contagiosum, which is, it's actually a pox virus, but, uh, oh, look at me going into our podcast on this podcast. <laughs> Give me fun facts. I don't know. I'm about it. So it's a pox virus. It's pretty mild in kids, but this kid's mom was like very concerned about it and really wanted for us to be able to remove it. So we were going to, and we were going to use this technique where you kind of like just sort of cut it out from the base. We were going to numb it. It was going to be fine, but my like attending was like, go watch these videos of it so that you learn how to do it. And then we'll do it together and I'll show you. So I went to watch the videos of it and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can no longer be a doctor. I cannot do this. The videos, watching the videos of someone like, like scoop out this molluscum pox, I was like, I was like feeling nauseous and I watch a lot of gross videos. So I was like, Oh no, I I don't know what to do. Like I'm supposed to go into this room and perform this procedure. I don't know what to do. And then you know, I was like, well, suck it up, Erin. You have to do it. So I went and did it and it was a hundred percent fine. Like doing it on a person I had no problem with whatsoever. And he was a kid, like 11. And I was like, this is fine. No problem. But watching the video for some reason, I simply couldn't handle it. Ooh. It's very bizarre. Cause it's also not that gross. Yeah. Well, she, I both no, I, the... I was watching you. Sharon's oh, cheeks puffed cool. up and she's like, Ooh. I have the thing where I'm totes fine. I used to watch the surgery channel back in the day just to like fall asleep too. (laughs) Never get a midnight craving, everybody. Pro tip, watch surgery videos on YouTube and you'll be be like, I'm not super hungry or snacky anymore. I'm intrigued or grossed out. But I have the thing where if I hear other people gagging, I I will throw up. Oh, and cool. it's yeah oh it's super fun so i've gotten really good at like holding it in like oh, you man. know like swallowing down the bile but Gross. my mouth does the watery thing where i'm like this this could be it i just <laughs> pictured that too vividly with what you're describing like there was a tiny melon baller in my brain that, yes. like it got weird <laughs> You described it well enough that, like, I made a video in my brain, and it was the time. <laughs> we're, vi- we're visual people. It's pretty gross. I'm sorry that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 
now i'm curious if there's i know i kind of want to google videos of this but i know that just i google won't it. do it no thank you the let's come curatage no, thank you. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> how to we'll put a link in the show notes oh, <laughs> no. oh man but i've been to some pretty like there's always the the pit toilet you know encounter at mm-hmm. night when you have to go into a pit toilet and the, your headlamp shines down into like the vast like mm-hmm. just well of Oops. poop like mm-hmm. yeah and diarrhea which is always pretty gross but i was trying to think of experiences as an adult and i know that there have been ones that have grossed me out but like the thing that popped into my head which is kind of ironic considering what i spent my grad school years doing was that when i was around <laughs> By the way, my grad school years were spent collecting ticks, hundreds of yes. thousands of them. But when I was a kid, I, it was the 4th of July weekend in like probably 1997. I don't really know. And so I was like 10 years old running around and I felt like something on my head. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I ran inside and was like, mom, mm. what's on my head? And she was like, oh, it's just a tick. Don't worry about it. And I like almost mm. barfed and passed out. And was horrified and was like, I hate this is disgusting. I've had some actually pretty gross tick moments. Later, I had a dog that was covered in larval Mm. ticks. And I just spent like literally hours and hours watching Jurassic Park picking off of these ticks and was like, okay, I think I got them all. And then the next day I was like on the hardwood floor, I was like, oh, what are these pebbles? Like, oh, who brought dirt in? And it was just a mound of like in fully engorged larval ticks on the floor. That was pretty gross. And then, so, gross. so then I don't know, I don't know why this happened, but then I ended up spending like six years of my adult life collecting ticks, actively looking oh, for them. So. It scarred you so hard you had to understand them. I think so. You were like, you cannot be a mystery to me. I yeah. will conquer you. I will not be afraid of you anymore. Erin <laughs> removed my very first tick. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. cute mm-hmm. and weird. I like it. <laughs> it bonded <laughs> us for life. It did. I think I had three. My first one I got from the Great Smoky Mountains going, going camping, and the drive back to Nashville was four and a half hours. So I took a shower when I got home, and then I realized like I don't know how long this tick has been on me because I found it in the shower, soaking up, getting all the camping grime off me, and it was like in my armpit, like the Uh. back of it. And I went, ooh, I thought it was like an ingrown hair or pimple. So I'm mm-hmm. already grossed out at just being a human. I'm like, ooh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> and I go to wash it out and I went to pop it and it popped into mm. my hand. Oh, God. <gasps> and oh. still thinking it's like an ingrown hair or something. I'm like, I'm gross. Bleh, what's going to be in my hand? And I look down and it's a little tick and I almost threw up. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It was big fat ass. So I'd been munching for a while. And then I put it on the wall and it was like soapy. I put it on the wall and it was like still moving around. And then I made a hair lasso. Oh, (laughs) and I trapped it in this little circle at eye level. And I just like let the water turn cold on me while I like half rinsed off. Well, yeah, I didn't take my eyes off it. I'm like, you're not good. I watched it and I like kind of fucked with it for a while when I got out of the shower until I until I killed it so dead. And then I flushed it down the toilet. Jesus Christ. I had to understand it. I was like, how dare you take advantage of a free ride? You didn't pay for oh my god yeah such an intrusion yeah and they're sneaky as fuck okay so Uh i 
my encounter was when I was a child, and I only knew ticks because my friend's dog had that situation you were describing. Ooh, the mom was like really upset because they went camping. They came back, and shortly afterward, the dog was infested all around the muzzle and the neck mm. with ticks mm-hmm. that they couldn't mm-hmm. get to. And I was like, oh, it's so sad. Well, not from that dog, but like a couple years later from Girl Scout camp. Yeah, I remember you had to get tested for Lyme disease yes, and did. they put you in their it own little I was, quarantine yeah. cabin. Which is really fun when you're already not popular. Let's just throw that out there. But then I also was horrified because, A, I had a badonk as a child. I had a nice-sized booty. And this tick was right in my butt crease. Yep. So it was like, yep, right in there. Perfect little home. And then I, I was weirded out. Then you can't get that out yourself, number one. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you're, a, you're a child and you're yeah. with strangers. And you're like, hey, can, I'm like, hey, can you look at my butt? Nobody says that when you're a child. <laughs> oh, and no. then I was like, well, now I'm that gross kid because I have ticks like a dog. Because I didn't <laughs> oh, understand no. that humans got that. So then I was the gross kid. I was quarantined and I had dog ticks. Oh, so it was oh. traumatizing. On the That's floor. so sad. Oh, oh, my God. God. And then when I grew up, I'm like, no way, man. I was just an adventurer. I wasn't a dog child. This is Everyone gets sick. I don't know how I lasted until almost my 30s without getting a tick because we went camping Everywhere. all the time and I was that child that's like, you got to grab her by the back of her shirt because whoop, she's going off a cliff because she's just like, let her fly. I was yeah. just like cruising about. I don't know how all the ticks were like, she looks dumb. Let's hop on. She's, only... she's got meaty bits and I was chubby, you know? <laughs> if a tick is going to find someone, right? well, it found your, your juicy butt. double. I was probably like sitting in some grass making a daisy chain and it was like, hello. <laughs> it's got British ticks in California. British ticks. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> okay, what was your piggyback question? Um, now that we're in tick territory. Uh, I just want to know, like you guys, you guys deal with such like fucked up shit <laughs> and you read about it and you investigate and you get like, you guys get like live on it. You're like, oh, it's researching this. I found all this gross stuff. It was amazing. So I love that. I need so to know, much. like, do you guys have the the gag reflex oh. to anything? Mm. Is there like one thing where gets, you yeah. can look at everything and then you get to like a horrifying like pus slide and you're like, nah, this color pus mm. can't. Ugh. I feel like that's where I fortunately just do the history part. And so I often avoid the really gross pictures but anything that's like related to eyes really horrifies me and then like I think the diphtheria episode is where I actually started to feel like not very good when when Aaron was describing that that like green membrane that forms on the back of your throat that smells really bad and I was just like okay just breathe just concentrate on breathing you're gonna be fine <laughs> I, I feel like I remember that I do I was going to work and then I kept breath checking <laughs> halitosis oh, it just, they're so great anything that grows like a fur yes. or like a black shell on the back of your tongue where you like can't see it Oh man. oh man I used to sleep so hard when I had like sinus stuff that I'd wake up and my tongue was like all dried up like a sponge in my mouth <laughs> and i used to think this is what your body does oh my god oh my god <laughs> your tongue swells cool, up and cool, turns cool. into like oh. a weird furry sponge comb <laughs> that you have to hydrate 
Oh my goodness. If you ever wanted I... to know what Bonnie's brain does, that's what it does. Oh, it's wow. fucked up in there. That's great. I've never heard of that, and I'm going to think about that probably once a day, every day for the rest I'm... of my life. <laughs> and it's like your tongue like doubles in size. Like it's so oh, small from trying to like not be dry <laughs> that it like leans out and puffs up. So it's oh like it takes up your whole mouth and it hurts because oh, your throat's so dry. And I snore really heavy. And when my sinuses are plugged up, I'm just full of like gasping for air all night apparently and it just solidly dries out my whole mouth but that I feel tongue like people are secretly diagnosing you with like a hundred things right now <laughs> <laughs> hey i keep coming back to life as sponges do i just hide it. the grossest thing that i have ever seen and I can't unsee it forever. And I have to put it on you guys now because you're still seeing right. it. We can take it. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with rugs. And I think it's because in my mind as a poor kid, they're fucking fancy and they're fucking expensive. That's so true. you go rug shopping. You're always like, oh, I love this rug. But I want to pay $800 for something I'm going to oh, step yeah. on. I just really like a rug hoarder too. I know. Oh, and you God. just gave me a really good rug. And I'm like, ah, jokes on her. That's, That's an expensive weird. large rug. Yeah. I'm going to put it in the garage. I love I'm fancy. I was obsessed with rugs. We went to my friend's aunt's house and her aunt had passed away and it was like a horrible in-home death. So I was, I was that creepy kid that I wanted to, we wanted to have a company called Berry Maids instead of Merry Maids and do <laughs> the like crime scene cleanups and stuff, mm -hmm. which is weird because I vomit if other people vomit. So it'd just be like horrible <laughs> double cleanup. We went to our friend's aunt's house and they had already had people come through and like clean the house. It was just, we're dividing up all the stuff we go in her garage and i'm like yo this lady is rich she had like nine rugs just rolled up in a stack so i'm here to help right but i'm also here to like maybe get a free rug <laughs> like seventh grade I'm like i gotta get me one so i'm checking out all these rugs and like some of them have patterns i found the most beautiful rug and it was like all these colors of blue intertwined kind of looked like oceanic and i was like this is so gorgeous this would go great in my room. I need to talk them into letting me have this rug. So I was trying to demonstrate to my friend's mom, whose sister has just passed away. I'm like trying to sell her on like, give me this rug. I'm, I'm a dick. And I show her, I'm like, this rug is so beautiful. And I flirted out. So it unrolled and inside plopped onto the floor was a dead raccoon oh. <gasps> that was like bones and hair and like a little bit of gush like it was mostly dried out but shannon's gonna love this covered in maggots and yet i still love rugs it didn't put oh. me off rugs. how do you feel about raccoons i hate raccoons Trash <laughs> I like I them. I have chickens, so I hate them for predatorial reasons. <laughs> yeah, I like them. One peered up over my hedge the other night, and I was like outside looking at the moon. And then I look over, and something just popped up, like, "Hey!" And I went, "Hey, raccoon!" And I jumped up and I what ran at hell? it. I was like, "Like, come here, raccoon!" <laughs> yeah. And Joe was like, "Why are you? That's a bad idea. Why are you chasing?" And I was like, "It stuck its head up. Like, what up?" So I was like, "What up?" <laughs> it was it was decomposed enough that it just looked like a swarm of like fur and bones and worms, oh. and it wasn't so much. Did you poke it with a stick? Because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I could determine with my eyes oh my and the sound it made when it hit the concrete. Oh, <laughs> it was no. like it was like an old bag of chips that had like rotten oranges in it. It was like oh, oh, my God. God. 
That was an excellent descriptor. <laughs> so descriptive. Did you guys join any clubs or have any special extracurriculars that were not science related, but just like for funsies, junior high or high school? Oh, I was super into musical theater, very hardcore, and was also the captain of the color guard, Ooh. aka the only thing nerdier than marching band. I was the international flag for Girl Scout. I had to go in the parade twice because I was in marching band. And then I'd run back to the start point and change my outfit and then mount up my Ireland flag in my Girl Scout costume. Oh my God. That's awesome. Color guard is dope though. You guys at least get to like move your flags. We were also very good, I will say. Like we won competitions. I'm picturing this. This is pretty great. Did you or did you not have bangs while you were in color? I'm trying to picture you. I did not ever have bangs. Well, no, I had one like very horrible stint with bangs. I did though sophomore year wanted to be cool and get highlights, but obviously we weren't going to be able to pay for like a salon highlights. And so we bought a kit to highlight my hair and my mom was like, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing. My mom was like, it's going to look so much better if we do big chunks instead of little highlights. So she did huge chunks. So like my bangs were orange for all of sophomore year, just like the front chunk of my hair. It was great. Oh my God. That would be considered super cool now. Right. I think. Yeah. You know, it was so cool then too. (laughs) It's like my run-in with Sunnin. Not great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was like that, but way after Sunnin. I always wanted to like try sun in and highlights, but my hair is very dark. And so I would just like squirt lemons and my mom would be like, yeah, it looks really good, Erin. And I'm like, is it getting lighter? No, never. (laughs) It never got lighter. (laughs) Okay. So I did that too, where my aunt and my mom were like, yeah, just do lemon juice. And I was like, okay. Because I wanted like beachy, pretty, Uh like Delia's catalog highlights in my hair. But it was like straight up chestnut brown not gonna happen yeah. i'm looking at an orange pillow on my couch and that's what sun and did to my life and it was yeah. way after it was cool and i was like this is gonna be great it wasn't yeah great. No. it wasn't great no. but you know we survived yeah. it built you're blonde character. now and that's what matters oh, is you're yeah. blonde now i'm blonde because i'm gray and i know how to do things properly nowadays so. <sighs> i don't think i had any like extracurricular activities that were like cool it was all just basically in high school it was all stuff to get into college you know uh, whatever honor society and future business leaders of america and like other stuff like that yours was all for points you were going for point based i was on student government as sergeant at arms i got a whistle and i was the loudest person in the world telling other people to shut up like i sucked at that and it went on it went on everything for getting into art school art school was like you got money come on they didn't give a no but i was like like, but can you uh paint a whistle i ran unopposed i did (laughs) (laughs) you joined all the like looking good by the book things yeah Mm -hmm. i mean but most of that was you meet once a month or something for 15 minutes and you're like Mm -hmm. all right cool like check I think that like extracurricular time was spent either playing soccer, which I did for a number of years, or like reading Animorphs, which is also what I did for a number of years. (laughs) Animorphs is dope. Oh, it's so good. Apparently there's like going to be a 
graphic novel adaptation of it or like reboot and i'm thrilled <laughs> you just add it to your book pile for your hammock with your golden retriever and your, your secret bookstore yeah yeah erin yeah. <laughs> i wonder if we would have been friends in high school i think we would have i think we would have you guys sound like me and my best friend in middle school we were so polar opposites like even to the point that i was monstrously tall and she was tiny like she was super <laughs> quiet i was insane i would have jumped on a table and yelled 007 she would not yeah. she mm-hmm. would have rather died in a fire than be that embarrassed with her life and her name was Erin, which is super <laughs> actually. She was in soccer, did no extracurriculars. I did all the sports and all the drama. That's really bizarre now. That's so oh my funny. god. <laughs> Whoa, you just brought a memory on me. We would have for sure been in like the same classes, so I feel like we probably would have been friends. I think so. I mean, and the thing is, I was always jealous of the kids who were doing like drama and musical theater because I had no I probably talent. would have forced you to. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She was in stagecraft. With yeah, me. just she did behind the scenes. She had great ideas and I was her mouthpiece. So it really worked out really well. That was Shannon's nickname in high school. Was mouthpiece? The mouthpiece. Jesus Christ, it wasn't. That has so many possibilities that were inaccurate back then. I but. think the Aaron's would have found each other oh, totally. because they would have been in the same class or something. And a teacher would have made like a witty comment, you know, like funny, but like, a, like wise. But like, I'm going to say a little funny thing and these kids won't get it. And then both the errands would like chuckle and do their little giggle under their breath. And then they'd look at each other like, you know, <laughs> we're friends. Let's meet after school. Talk about old timey diseases. Best friends forever. <laughs> oh, did you hear about the mono and strep going around? Let's discuss it. You love typhoid Mary? I love typhoid Mary. Oh my God. Best friends. There's our movie. We're going to write it. Right. It'll we're have a dip montage it'll be great yes yes i came up with an old-timey nickname and shannon's like i'll be typhoid mary and i'm cobblestone jones and i'm just out (laughs) trying to sell newspapers while people are dumping shit out their windows on me Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. What a yeah. I love it. <laughs> Let's start a comic oh, strip. Out of control. <laughs> yeah. I love it. This is an easy one. Mm. What is your favorite quarantini you have ever done on your show? Because Ooh. I freaking Ooh. love that part. I replicate your quarantinis. I love making fancy cocktails. So this is fun. Yeah, so Shannon's like, what can I whip up? Yes. I think we've gotten this question before and I always <laughs> struggle. And I'm like frantically searching through like all the photos <laughs> mm-hmm. of past quarantinis. And some are real duds, like to be honest. And some are yeah, like mellow yellow fever. Yeah, don't do it. Don't, don't do I it. Mean, don't do yeah. it. Not great. Clever. I love anything with a frothy egg white. Same as you. And I get oh, that yeah. Wilton powder. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. the magic trick to doing anything yeah. like rabies-ish. Yeah, anything with a true. froth on it. Orange I, Julius top secret. Yeah. yeah. I think that my actual favorite though is probably burning love. I was going to say that, Erin. Yeah, it's so good. So it's the one it's that we so did good. for gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. And it is what tequila and jalapeno simple syrup and lime juice. Is that it? It's so good. I think what season was that even when oh, we did it? Because I feel like I remember making a lot of placebo burrito versions of that because I think I was pregnant at some point. <laughs> oh, I think you were pregnant at that point. <laughs> Why do I know? <laughs> I know your lives. Okay. No, but also I caught up. I binged a whole bunch yep. at one point. And your then pregnancy went... went really fast for me. <laughs> so did. I don't know. <laughs> I have to do them in chunks. Otherwise, I'm like chomping at the bit for the next one. And we release our podcast bi-weekly. And yet when I listen to other podcasts, we I'm like, impatient. Can, can you just put out the next episode already? Like, <laughs> I'm a real dick. 
<laughs> I binged a whole bunch to the point where I was like, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> this is great. I'll diagnose everything. No, I got in a weird show hole with you guys for a little while. <laughs> every time i see like a rash on a random stranger in the grocery store i like oh observe from afar but i'm like do they know they have that rash like they should mark that with pen to see if it's spreading <laughs> yes <laughs> let me just mark your neck lady and see if this grows we're out of you're welcome <laughs> yeah you'll thank me later oh okay my eyes, eyes are watering, watering. <laughs> <laughs> we're not related at all that's a symptom watch out oh shit watery eyes do you want to do this one? Yeah. Okay. okay. Totes. So this or that is our rapid fire. One or the other. That's it. Okay. Okay. New Year's resolution or simply a fresh start. Uh, fresh, fresh start. start. <laughs> <laughs> Road trip or quick flight. Ooh. Road trip. Road trip. Fruit or vegetables. Fruit. Vegetables. Ooh. <laughs> you guys are so different. <laughs> Home cooking or takeout. Takeout. Ooh. Yeah. Takeout. Takeout. <laughs> absolutely no hesitation there for me <laughs> i just want to make one of those soundboard things with all of our guests having to think on the spot because oh, we get it. like really dope sounds and just be like oh, oh, oh. like everybody can play with them i don't know how to do that people that make apps and shit get at me <laughs> island getaway or snowy mountain cabin island island Ooh, this is funny only because i didn't know you did musical theater <laughs> Musicals, yes or no? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, a thousand percent yes. <sighs> what is your favorite musical? Ooh. Oh, gosh, you're gonna make her choose one. <laughs> I know. I also feel like I'm just not very up to date on musicals nope. since you know, middle good school. I think because I think older is better personally. Yeah, the mm-hmm. classics I think yeah. hold more for me. I mean. But Wicked, oh, I don't know that that's a classic, but it's so it's good. I love it. It's really good. Also, Lion King was the first thing that I saw in like a theater. Like my parents took me for my 13th birthday and it was the most magical thing to Aaron, see Lion King at the Fantasia Theater. What? Were you guys at the that same one at the same time not being best friends yet? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really think I was like 14 and it was my birthday present. Oh my god, Cincinnati. Oh my god. You guys were oh, just so singing cute. under your breath with eyes. Yeah, we off. would have totally been friends. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I think that this is a really terrible answer because probably <laughs> it's not very viewed uh, critically, whatever, but I love Mamma Mia with oh, like, I like all my Mia heart. Too. <laughs> See, and I like rent and everybody shits on rent lately. I and love I'm like rent. Why would they? That's I don't know. Rent is amazing. People are yeah. snobs now, and they're like mm-hmm. rent. And I'm like, when I was in high school, we saved money to try to go to New York to watch Rent. Only mm-hmm. I was poor and I didn't get to go. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm weird about musicals. Like, I really, I have to wrap my mind around them because I feel like TV has ruined musicals for me. Like, I'll watch like seven seasons of a show. And then on season eight, the second episode, they'll just, it's suddenly a musical for one episode. Everyone does it. I know. And I fucking hate it because I get that uncomfortable feeling. I'm I'm embarrassed for other people. There's like a really beautiful German word for it. And I don't remember what it is. Fremdschämen. It's such an uncomfortable feeling. So I fall in love with these actors playing these characters. And then suddenly they're singing to me. And I'm like, oh, I just feel so uncomfortable. 
uncomfortable for you. Like everyone <laughs> singing on the episode, you are not a singer, but like it only works on cartoons. You're giving it your best. Yeah. Like I love Gilmore Girls. Mm, it's my comfort food. In the year of the life, like they rebooted it. Oh, There's like oh. a musical scene that doesn't make it has a raven in the oh street. My God, I forgot about that. I watched it one time. I painted a series of portraits of the characters because I was so excited it was coming out. Like, I'm a psycho. <laughs> I love this show. And I've only watched the remake one time. Original mm-hmm. time. And I won't ever watch it again because that musical scene, like, threw me off so hard. It was very, like, dark, but, like, Beatles-y. Mm. But then there was a raven. And it was, like, side characters doing it. I don't understand. I don't understand the world. My brain I forgot about that. It was not well, good. Well, buried it because <laughs> yeah. you like musicals and you weren't like, mm-hmm. yeah, musical number. You were like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> you're right. Sitcoms, like New Girl did it. Yes. It had, mm-hmm. and I, but they did it well because Zoe Deschanel. Buffy so. did it. Who? Yeah. Yes. Well, did Buffy start it? I was just thinking. <laughs> who was Buffy first? started everything. I think it was back on freaking TGI Friday. They did shit like that. I think Urkel was in a musical episode. That's weird. But like back in the day, sitcoms were like, the school's having a musical. Oh, I guess that's We're going to play you the school's musical. This is like, here's a normal show. And now it's a musical. And it it freaks me out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just ruined musicals for me. No, No, I have to sit down and be like, (laughs) I'm going to watch a musical. And then I'm into it. I like Mm. theater having been... Having been in the theater, that sounded so <laughs> No, clearly I'm an actor. Doing the stage stuff, watching stage stuff feels better than watching a movie that's... Yeah, I like going to yeah. yeah. like seeing musicals live. Yeah. I like cats. I super like cats. <laughs> that was a really fun one to watch here. My old roommate had a cat named Rum Tug Tugger. <laughs> she was very into cats. <laughs> <laughs> let me get out my idea oh, Jesus. and then we can all decide we're best friends and we're okay. going to do this in our future okay so we come up with ideas randomly when we're inspired and i'm inspired right now let's start an infectious diseases musical yes i will i will curate the set i will i will hand paint gross shit with wheels on it until i'm blue in the face and you guys work together can i be in charge writing of yes okay, cool, cool, yes cool. but the errands will be the stars we're gonna Obviously. force them well then we'll invite dom who's <laughs> also best yeah. friend he loves yeah. doing karaoke he loves singing he likes bugs we're good That's yeah. Cool. yeah yeah it oh you know it'd be so cool if it was about poop somehow and we could call it the shit show oh <gasps> i yeah. love it I'm yes. on board. Yes. It can be like like the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, but like oh. the complete infectious disease anthology abridged. Oh my god, that would be great. It's gonna happen. The end where everyone <laughs> takes their bow, everyone gets Nickelodeon slimed. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent on board with this. I think it's a great idea. Genuinely, um, I'm there. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> People who fund this stuff, hi mm-hmm. again. Slide them ideas. Let me know. This is great. So many ideas. I haven't felt mm-hmm. this motivated in a long time to create something <laughs> this magical. Can I dress like Typhoid Mary and just like that could be me? Yes. And, my little and I'll be the person ditty. just at the front passing out the pamphlets oh, like as yeah. cobblestone jokes. <laughs> cobblestone jokes. <laughs> and shit. See, I'll just have a big pot. Welcome to the shit show, eh? And I'll be stirring <laughs> it with my arm because <laughs> yep. sanitary is for chumps. Oh. Yeah. No, this is great. Would actually make a great musical. It like, would make genuinely. I know. I feel like. <laughs> 
trips. School field trips would come visit yeah. because it's yeah. informative. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we'll just put I a have, star in the eye of shit. Yeah. I have musician friends, guys. We can make this happen. Me too. This oh is God. fantastic. This is probably the best <sighs> idea we've thought of mid-podcast. And people are so desperate in the pandemic <laughs> to do something. Oh, for work. Oh, yeah. We'll just, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> we'll just pull everyone that's bored and we'll be like, you haven't gone on tour in a while, bro. Right? <laughs> we've got a lot of friends whose uh, who's, who's shows have been put on hiatus. Yes. Well, we've got a new project. Fabulous. Yeah. And then we can put out a CD and oh, some really great absolutely. music producers. <laughs> so this is happening. Fabulous. This is happening. It's I'm our PR cool. person. Perfect. Okay. This is fun. Oh. Well, on that note, bye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> cool. My cheeks hurt and my yeah. eyes are a little watery and I'm laughing so hard. This is so I'm just pumped up that I'm getting hot. This is therapy. <laughs> Jesus. Always hot. I'm hot for ideas. For epidemiology. Let's right. jump into compliment yeah. city. I like it. Do. do you have individual compliments for them because i do because oh. they deserve it because oh, they are the errands but they are also <laughs> separate errands yeah i do but you sound real thrilled so you go first all right <laughs> coming in hot. she's stretching you guys <laughs> I just, on, let, me, let me pop my neck oh they oh i got a chirp will you guys and it's changing my life <laughs> okay all right well shh I'm going to start with Jesus. you. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hi. I love you both for very different reasons. I feel like Aaron Walsh, I could come to you and have just like a really chill conversation where I feel like your poise and your wisdom shines through. You get punchy and you get silly, but I feel like I could come to you and be like, yo, real talk. This is serious. I need someone serious to talk to. And you would give me wisdom. And then also you have like the bedside manner thing down. Oh. If you were my personal doctor, I would trust the information you give because you give it in such a way that it's factual, but then you still would make me feel good about myself in a way that wasn't like cheesy or hokey. And I like it. You're like a really entertaining personality to listen to. Yet I like put all my faith in you just oh by your God. demeanor. I, mean, I like God. It. This is gonna be That's... hard to follow. By the way. I agree. <laughs> I agree with all of that. I am blushing so, so hard. I just want to crawl into like a ball. I don't handle. I'm picturing you. <laughs> we don't either. Yeah. That's why this podcast is named "You Are That." It is the best deflection. If you are at a party and someone compliments you, just say, you are that. Oh, and walk and away. Sashay out of the room. Soft you out. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. Because here. people are like, she just, she just put it back on me. I don't know what to do. And you're like, yeah, take it. You have this feeling. Get out. It's so good. Well, I, well, thank you. My cheeks hurt from smiling so much. <laughs> I feel like you would be the friend that I made in junior high into high school where I started off wanting to be your friend because I was like, she's really smart. Maybe she'd help me out. And then like, if we're in the group together, we're getting an A. And then I'd be like, but she's fucking lovely and I will follow her anywhere. Like, your, your wisdom lead me on. Oh my God. All in update. I'm already cringing. <laughs> you should. You are like a wise, beautiful little cherub of delight. You can give facts and the things you say are important. However, at the end note of everything you dish out, you have that fucking bells on the wind giggle that makes my heart melt. And growing up, I was always like the giant friend with like teeny tiny friends. 
and I was the like protector of the group. You're so sweet. And it makes me want to protect your sweetness. (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) So I'm going to piggyback on Bonnie, but do reverse because she, she said what I was going to say in a different way. Sorry. Uh, No, no, no. It was perfect. I love this. So I was trying to picture you both as cocktails and that metaphor got real fucking weird for me. So I'm going to, I'll save that. I was trying to picture you both as cocktails. Right. So Aaron Almanupdike, I was picturing you as a very sunny and bright, like sparkling cocktail of some variety. Bubbly. Right. Like you're like a champagne cocktail with some kind of like citrusy effervescence. Yeah. But you're like the Snow White of jaundice. (laughs) Okay, so hear me out. If you have a cocktail and you name it Snow White jaundice, I would never be sad because that just popped into my head. Basically, you can talk about somebody having yellow eye whites, but it's like, oh my God, you guys. And you're so excited. It's genuine, never phony, the sweetest effervescence to the creepiest shit. That is a talent that is unmatched i've never met anybody that's been able to do that patch adams yeah it's oh, the only well, all right. you know yeah, okay. no yeah, one can make that. me giggle but yeah. also see the severity in it yeah at the same time like i take you seriously but it's uplifting somehow which is bizarre <laughs> and i love it so yes. much so on the flip side of that aaron welsh you are you're almost a dark and stormy for cocktail a bit. those are delicious they are delicious <laughs> you take things as a more serious approach but you are you serve up the dry joke and you're like huh? Eh, eh. and then she keels over with bubbly laughter it is perfect teamwork i love it so much you guys are both delightful in two very very different ways and I enjoy it so much. Listening to you guys is uh, painfully educational sometimes on um, very interesting <laughs> topics. Disgustingly always... refreshing. Yes. <laughs> it is crazy how like when I tell people what the podcast is about, they're like, hmm. and I'm like, no, no but like, listen. after one episode, they're like, they're delightful. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's the twist. You this two are addicting. Magic. Yes. Your combination Absolutely. is so beautiful and even though you didn't meet, I feel like you could have been friends as children. Absolutely. (laughs) And your teen years would have been grossly hilarious together. I'm so glad you guys found each other when you did, because I feel like you hit this flow and your personalities clicked together to where each of you brings something out of the other one in such a gorgeous way that it makes it an addictive listen. And I just want to hang out with you guys. Yeah, we are right now. By the way, like I know, and I'm freaked out by it. I, I love it. But doesn't this feel like we've known them for 30 years now? Yes, this is weird. I'm telling you guys it. gross stories. I know you got a lot out of Bonnie today without meaning to, which I really appreciate. <laughs> and I have one last thing to say specifically I want to thank both of you for how hard you guys work to do your research and how careful you are with your mm-hmm. information especially about all the COVID shit. You've really taken a huge deep dive on stuff that's really important. And like I said, we live in a pit of of people that are naysayers. And I just feel like a lot more information could be digested in the way that you deliver it, especially the vaccine stuff. You guys always make the answers to common questions feel like people aren't stupid for thinking those questions. And you make medical science relatable and interesting. And I appreciate you both for that so much. Mm. <laughs> so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't. We're like literally crying. Oh, I'm glad we don't have video. Yeah. 
<laughs> Gwen filled a void in me that I didn't know existed. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> I'm dead. Honestly, like that means so much because we really truly started the podcast just like for fun because we thought I don't know, maybe someone will listen to it, but we like talking about this and it has honestly turned into so much more than we could ever have imagined. And it's like hearing these things, like I can't even express how grateful I am. Like, thank you. We're grateful. (laughs) and so much. (laughs) You guys are never flippant. You're always careful. That is your respect for your, your passion and and your research. Like it shows. I can just tell. It's entertainment. But when you're done with an episode and you've learned about whatever disease you leave, like, wow, that was fun and entertaining, but there's unquestionable Mm -hmm. facts that you leave with that are backed up so hard. Like if I rolled into work and was like, Hey guys, fun <laughs> fact about this. And somebody said, mm, I don't think so. I'd be like, actually Google it. The CDC <laughs> said, and I could be able to tell them all the facts because you guys are so meticulous mm-hmm. about your research. And I love that you guys get to explore each other during the podcast in a way that's really fun. Like Shannon and I don't always show each other our questions beforehand. So she doesn't know what I'm going to ask, I guess. You guys do your research separately for each of your sections. And then you guys are telling each other. You're revealing stuff to each other that's like, oh, and then I have a question. We're like, wait. I'm going to answer your question in a minute. And you're like, oh, this is fun. You guys are so so in tune with each other in a way that makes it so intriguing. And I hope you guys never stop. And that's weird to say because it's almost like saying, I hope no disease. I hope the stop. world keeps like <laughs> burning from the inside. So God. we have, you know, there's gotta be a new like super sexually transmitted disease oh, coming on. Don't or don't wish that. I don't wish it. Oh but God. <laughs> super gonorrhea didn't that already happen. <laughs> oh yeah. It's mm, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. They're like, yes. Yes. <laughs> No super tech, you guys. Come on. It'll go for infinity. There's so much. (laughs) We're boiling, festering, sores, destroying our planet. So there's got to be something juicy in there. It's so light and so humorous. And if you guys have not yet listened to their podcast, this podcast will kill you. Do yourself a favor. Mm -hmm. It, weirdly enough, doesn't make you afraid of the world. (laughs) I feel more educated and more confident about stuff after listening to it. Yes. feel a little bit more like this is why we wash our hands you bunch of weirdos there's a history that says please god do that mm-hmm. gross if you just wash your hands you won't be a disgusting human that spreads everything in the world <laughs> so, you guys want to tell everyone where to find you yes. on the socials we're pretty easy to find for the podcast though on twitter we're tpwky and on everything else where this podcast will kill you our website is this podcast will kill you.com and so it's pretty easy to find us yeah yeah and you guys have exceptional merch you guys mm-hmm. have cute designs oh. love it cute. it's yeah. so adorable so i definitely recommend going and buying their og merch yeah i feel like we could do this all day this is so much fun <laughs> you guys are amazing yeah this was so much fun, so much fun. we're only all right you're only as good as our worst guest and all of our guests are great all of our guests are fantastic we love interviewing people that we genuinely respect Mm -hmm. and just feel passion for because i feel like it just it brings out the best in us because we're so pumped 
on that's you so guys. True. Well, we have giant festering crushes on you. Ew, you and... do, but that's so <laughs> gross. Mm-hmm. And now nice thing anyone has ever said to us. Now she's just blocking <laughs> eyes with me to say these things so that I twitch. Yes, yeah, she gets crazy. <laughs> well, I'm super glad that this panned out in the perfect panned. Panned. Oh, God. Panned. Damn, damn, damn it. We could have done this anti-pandy. I have to throw Allie's word in there. She really wants to make it stick. Before pandemic, she's like, please, well, this, it's like, like, fetch isn't going to happen, but anti-pandy is going to get. I'm glad that this worked out for now. Like, right this minute is kind of the most perfect. This was incredible. Everyone listening wants real fucking facts about COVID-19, about the pandemic. They have episodes... A whole series from early in quarantine. Throughout, you guys are going to get information. You're going to get the facts. If you still have questions or feel like you can't believe what's in the media, 100% on your side. I don't believe half the shit that pops out on the news because you can't trust it. So they did the research for you. They made it easy. They made it palatable. And they made it fun for you to educate yourself so you want to go out and educate your friends and family stay home so cheers to 2021 thank you aaron's we love you both so much my face hurts my face hurts i couldn't this is the best way to round out a shit show year shit Mm -hmm. show make it happen and start a brand new fresh feeling feeling informed and like ready to just grab this year by the balls absolutely yeah like, i just want to lean into yeah. this feeling hopeful and cautious mm-hmm. that's yeah. where i'm hopeful and cautious yeah she's a yellow light i'm like green light get me the fuck out of here and let's light all the devils on fire on our way out the place of violence <laughs> on the way out the door yeah <laughs> I feel like if you squint really hard, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, finally. Mm -hmm. You guys are fantastical. Do you have anything else you want to share with anybody today? It could be a secret. Any new happenings? Yeah. Hopes and dreams? Anything? We're working on more COVID material. If -hmm. anyone is not utterly sick of hearing about COVID. We're not. Um, No. Oh, I got my first dose of the COVID vaccine. I was going to ask you. Oh my God. Did you get vaccinated? I did. Yeah. As a medical student on clinical rotations, I was able to get it. So that was very thrilling. Gosh. I have questions about COVID stuff, (laughs) but I feel like it's inappropriate to like bombard you guys with questions on our podcast about stuff. (laughs) How do you feel after your first dose? Totally fine. I, I got it let's see one two three four five like six days ago and it hurt less than my flu shot did this year so i've heard that the second one makes your arm a little more sore so we'll see if that's true i don't know tenderoni so after you you took the vaccine yes you took it six days ago and you feel Mm -hmm. totally fine i feel like a lot of people have a huge misconception of just like flu shots in general people don't get flu shots because they're like oh well they make you sick and I've Mm -hmm. had this own discussion with like my friends and coworkers for years where I'm like no it's a dead cell Mm -hmm. you're getting symptoms yes but you're not actually sick they're not replicating and you you are fine you're Mm -hmm. not actually sick so I've had to discuss that with everyone but the vaccine is different it's not even the full cell it's not a dead cell it's just right a little spike and how i learned this was our <laughs> past guest dr mike natter who's amazing yep. did an illustration that is like so genius like i just flipped through it with children and oh. then flipped through it with some adults I was like this is what <laughs> here you go like. here's a motherfucking cartoon you're getting the cones <laughs> your body's fine you're all fine yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, that's so true. I'm thrilled. I cannot wait to take it. And we had the discussion in our household. It's like, well, when the vaccine comes out, are we are we gonna are we gonna go take it? And I'm like, are you kidding? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if I could run around and just stab people, yeah. Oh, I totally would. Bodies vigilante for vaccines. Vigilante. <laughs> just going rogue and sticking strangers. You don't have a mask on. Oh. You need this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> They raise their finger to protest a mask and she stabs them in it and vaccinates them. <laughs> oh my God. I want to keep you know for you so in bad. my world. That would not get me arrested. No, that would be a favor. Robin Hood. I'd turn a blind eye, but that's just me. It's fine. All right. We love you. Enjoy yes. the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been one of my greatest pleasures. Yes. You are making our listeners' wishes come true. Well, thank you so much. This was honestly like just a complete joy. It was really, really, really fun. And yeah, we're basically so all much best fun. friends, right? Oh, yes. uh, best friends. Yeah. Okay. Best friends, making a musical, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, it's going to so be good. so good. I'm going to make you guys <laughs> I see themed, the shirt planned happening. No, themed oh, friendship bracelets. Oh, but wow. the friendship bracelet colors will be based on a specific disease. Oh my God. Like you know, yeah. get some like pus yeah. strands, get some like snow white jaundice. That's yes. the name of one bracelet in particular. <laughs> for a person. <laughs> I want it. Oh, now I just want to draw snow white, but jaundice. I'm, I'm illustrating I'm everything in my mind. I'm picturing Aaron, you on a desk shouting that you're going to be <laughs> the next 007, 007, but I pictured it in like a science room, like kicking over beakers and just like little girl you, like Wahoo. like a uh, Ramona and Beezus style, oh just God. like, oh, that's like freaking out. Aaron <laughs> to the side, like with the cringe, the lines coming up where she's like, I'm a little embarrassed for what you're doing. I like, your, I like the angle, but I wouldn't be doing that. Like, <laughs> No, she's just sitting quietly next to her, like voting. Oh, She's already voting. She's like, I support you and I'm super poised right now. Okay, I love that. God's got a stack of animorphs to the side of the the back. She's like, like, go girl, I got this over here. I'm doing She whips out her Polly Pocket and it's just the bookstore one. She's like, (laughs) I have no dreams. (laughs) Yeah. All right, ladies. Goodbye to you and let's keep in touch forever. Yes, please. Right back soon. Longer letter later. (laughs) TTYL. Bye. 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 Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, my cheeks hurt so much. I feel like I won't need blush for a week. Oh, agreed. Because my cheeks are stained pink from smiling. And it's not Denbe fever. No. <laughs> not today, world. Not today. <laughs> oh, this episode was rad. It oh. was beautiful. And now I have been inspired. Mm-hmm to make a brand new shirt for this episode oh it's happening so keep your eyes peeled absolutely i'm really floored i'm ceiling (laughs) (laughs) well we try to come down from this high which is the errands yeah we implore you to go join our facebook group Mm -hmm. you are that Mm -hmm. and if you don't want to like hop in and like be excessively involved Just feel free to follow our page for updates for future guests. Mm -hmm. Also hop into Instagram. If you do not already follow us there, you will get to view the most adorable photos. These are so cute. Oh my God. (sighs) Young errands. I mean. And you guys, do you not feel like they should have been best friends? Oh my God. From the very start. It's incredible that they weren't. 
kismet that they are. Also, if you are a patron of our Patreon, you already know that you can submit questions for these guests. We are posting calls to action for guests from you personally to our esteemed guests, and they will answer your questions live on the pod. If you are not yet signed up, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. And we have different tiers that you can check out more goodness into that. And we definitely appreciate every dollar that comes our way because it supports everything we do literally for the podcast. You guys are helping pay for this. It all adds up. And your patronage will also be rewarded with things like bloopers, behind the scenes question asking. We're going to do more videos. We hate it, but we're going to do it for you. (laughs) It's not our strong suit, but it was really fun. And we got some good feedback on that. So we will continue to do that. Maybe some blurbs, cutting room floor stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, some bonus reels. Yes. And again, we have merch up. You guys want to put some on your bod. We have nostalgic stuff. We have some sporty things. We have some theme items from different episodes. We have some magical witchy items for year-round wear and some 80s baby stuff yes yeah, yeah it's so good so go ahead check that out get yourself something throw it on your bod and then let us know by tagging yourself in a photo oh yes please. and we can either highlight you or you could be like nah this is just between me and you as best friends i gotta show you i'm wearing your shirt and i love it you can get all of your houseware and bodware items at you are that merch.com. Indeed. And if you do not have doll hairs, because let's be real, 2020 has been tough. If you want to support us without any monies, please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, talk to a friend, tag somebody in a Instagram post, send it to your neighbor. Just uh, spreading the word helps people find us. And we appreciate that. Yes. And if you guys need ideas from this episode oh, yeah. for your reviews while you rate, let us know what your favorite musical is. Ooh, I like that. I was going to say, let us know what your favorite quarantine is. If you are a This Podcast Will Kill You fan. And if you're not, you should definitely hop on that train because they are delightful. If anything, just to up your bar game. Oh, man. (laughs) Seriously, those quarantines, though. Party facts and a mixer in your pocket. Absolutely. God, how much do you love the errands? So much. I love them. Like, so much. Now we get to brainstorm what? colors are in their friendship bracelets my cheeks they all right so bad. time to go drink that quarantini let's do it all right bye bye peace out <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.